Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and today is one of my favorite kinds of episodes because I am chatting with one of my clients on today's episode. We are talking candidly about how she has changed, some of the biggest changes she's made over the past few months and what that's done for her life, and then most importantly, where we spend the majority of the conversation is where she is continuing to struggle a little bit and tweaks we can make to help her overcome the struggle she's currently facing. And this particular client, her name is Christy. She is a working mom and she is in one of my fat loss fast track veteran groups. That means she has been through the initial 12 weeks and continued on to do additional 12 week groups just to keep challenging herself and keep making progress towards her goals. Now, and in that time, her body has absolutely changed. She'll share with you that she joined initially because she wanted to lose weight, about 20 pounds or so, and she has crushed her goals and lost about eight and a half inches. And when we talk about inches, I always, and I think I mentioned this in the episode, we don't give ourselves quite enough credit because we say, oh, eight and a half inches, yes, that's awesome. But that's not all she lost because she only measured in a few sites. So it's eight and a half inches on just the couple of points that she measured. So I love that. But I'm always more excited about the changes beyond the physical. The changes that she's made, and she'll talk about this in the episode, they've improved her work life and her home life in addition to really changing her body. And she's gotten to an interesting point in her journey where she feels really great about how far she's come and she's wondering how to stay motivated to keep making progress towards her next goals when she doesn't have that same sense of urgency that started her on this path. We spend a lot of the conversation talking about body image and about how goals based on a desire to change your body might not be as effective as some of the alternatives. It's not that we can't want to change our body, but there's usually a deeper motivating factor, a reason why we want to make that change, something we expect to get or have be different in our lives when our body is smaller or leaner or whatever it is, more muscular. And so we kind of go through an exercise of finding out what is that deeper purpose so that she can reignite her motivation. Want to say a huge thank you to Christy for being so open and honest about where she's at, what's working and what's hard. And I know you guys are going to get so much out of this episode. The first thing that I would love to kind of hear you chat a little bit about is what made you join 
the fat loss fast track because I really like to get a sense of kind of your backstory. Not like, you know, I was born in Alabama, but um, what was it that made you say, yeah, I need to do something different. This seems like something that would be valuable to me. Absolutely. So I joined because I heard a podcast just like this okay. from, I can't remember their name, but I, what I heard in their voice was peace. Mm. Like they felt peaceful and they felt, or it seemed like they felt like they had just a control over what they were choosing in their lives yeah. at that point. Um, you know, I've, I, before the fat loss fast track, I've, done Weight Watchers. I've done uh, Bill Phillips' Transformation, The mm -hmm. Body for Life. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think other things that I've tried. You know, Slim Fast. I mean, way back, I can remember as far back as high school, just wanting to lose five pounds. So, yeah. you know, I did the Weight Watchers thing at that point. And I felt like that's so young to be worrying about that and thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and I just the real biggest thing was peace. I did want to, you know, I wanted to lose 20 ish pounds also. Um, but the biggest thing was that peace. Yeah. Not feeling like food is ruling your life and you're obsessing over every choice as it comes. Exactly. And not always searching for <laughs> the next, whatever's on Pinterest and looking mm -hmm. at to see, well, what are they doing and what are they doing? Right. Um, to be able to focus on life instead of focusing on food and weight loss all the time. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So you have been through more than one fat loss fast track. And I was just glancing back over some of our email exchanges. And I think it's really awesome that physically you have changed. And I think from one of your more recent emails, you said like eight and a half inches um, since we started working together since your first fat loss fast track, which is absolutely amazing. And including those nutrition changes, like what would you say has changed the most for you over the past several months? Um, most definitely my mind, my mindset. Um, the, I just have a, I just have a different outlook. I have a different approach to everything that I do. My relationship, my, with my husband, my, my marriage, my work, um, people in my life. I work, um, in the, retail industry, we work with clients quite a bit. So, um, one of the biggest things I've learned, I think is that's not mine. Mm. Leave it there. It's theirs. That was huge for me. And I want to say that was in the first, the first round, if I remember correctly. Tell me what you mean by um, that. That's not mine. Tell me a little bit more about not just what you mean by that, but how that impacts what that looks like in your work, in your marriage, in whatever ways that that has an impact on your life. Well, I think the whole the whole idea of codependency or codependent or I don't know if that's the right terminology, but I would allow myself to feel like I wanted to fix somebody or feel like I could help or and sometimes you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but just realizing that I have control over me mm -hmm. um, and it, that's the only thing I can control. I've used it. I've even helped use that with my kids and, you know, they get mad at each other. They're 15 and eight. And, you know, what, what do you, how can you make the situation better? Cause you can't control your brother. Right. So 
I don't know if I'm expressing that why, right correctly, um, but uh, that has just made a huge impact. To me, it seems like you're saying a couple of different paradigms that, that you have married together to help you. And one is staying in your lane and keeping your eyes on your own work, right? And like yes. you are taking care of you and that is your job. And it is not your job to take care of everybody else, but then also not letting other people's emotions become, yes. become your emotional baggage, become your burdens, yes. become your challenges. And then you are never in control. Because absolutely, you are going to sort of camouflage with the emotions and the drama and the struggles of the people around you. Is that accurate? Very accurate. Yes, that is exactly it. Definitely. So how, if at all, has that translated into the way you take care of yourself? Because I think all of us, especially not to be gender stereotypical, but stereotypes come from the fact that there's a lot of it uh, rooted in truth. Women especially tend to put themselves on the back burner and we have these great intentions. We understand logically how important it is to take care of ourselves and that we feel better when we are taking care of ourselves and we are more temperamental and more aggressive and more exhausted when we're not but it doesn't always translate into action. So how have these mindset changes influenced the way you take care of yourself? Absolutely. So I would say that when I am, when I'm focusing on um, me doing the best that I can do, then I, everything else around me is taken care of more easily because I have the mental energy and the physical energy and my attitude is better. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it radiates outward when I'm taking care of myself. I, I don't know. If really, it's... I think that's really major and something that, you know, obviously, you know, I talk about mindset constantly because I think it's the driver mm-hmm. of all of our choices. But what, you just made a really powerful point there that I think often gets overlooked. We tend to not take care of ourselves mostly when we feel overwhelmed and like there's not enough time or energy to do so. And when you prioritize not carrying other people's burdens, and and it's not that we don't care about other people or love them or invest in their lives, but when we stop making their emotional stuff, our emotional stuff, and when we start realizing that we have a lot more control over the situation, if we focus on our own behavior, it frees up the energy. So then we're not as drained and we're, more able and willing and eager to make good food choices, to get in the workout, to go to bed earlier, to get up earlier. That's, that's what I heard you say that I think is so huge. And people overlook Mm -hmm. why it's important to do this mindset work because it frees up your energy and then it becomes more effortless to make those good food choices. Yes. Earning your easy. I remember you speaking on that and that's something that has meant the most to me is that like you talk about with doing the work is Mm -hmm. what earns the easy part of it. So that has made a big difference too. And I think that your people tend to forget that, you know, when we think about what's hard, if that's saying no to temptation or getting up early or going to the gym or whatever, it feels really hard, but that hard thing we do is on the road to easy. The more that we make that choice, the easier it gets. Yes, absolutely. And I'm still learning in some areas, but for sure, the areas that I'm, that I feel like I've gotten down, 
mm-hmm. are the ones that I've done the most consistently, the longest. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And You've had the started, most practice. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a, it's a new concept for me <laughs> because I'm so used to doing something, um, that was, that you talk about someone else's plan. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, well, why isn't this working for me? Right. And it, it just, because either my mindset wasn't right, but I think it has more to do with the fact that it was what worked. It just didn't work for me. It just yeah, wasn't for my, somebody else. yes. So before we started recording, I told you that my primary objective in chatting with you, as is always the case when I talk to my clients, um, is to hone in on an area where you still need to do some work. And for anybody that hears this conversation, just to give a little bit of context, when people graduate after the initial 12 weeks, there are these, in the veteran groups, there are these weekly accountability challenges. And so basically it's like, here's our challenge, but I want, I want to kind of hold your feet to the fire and really encourage you to do the work. And so what that means is most of the people in the veteran group will email me and say, yep, this is what I did this week. This is where I struggled. This is what went well. And because of that, you and I have sort of a a deeper understanding of where you're at than just maybe an average podcast listener, because we communicate back and forth over email most weeks. Would you agree with that? Yes, sometimes, sometimes multiple times a week, depending Mm -hmm. on what is going on. And before I ask you, what is challenging for you. I want to talk about something that came up in the last accountability challenge. And we talked about it on the webinar and you sent a follow-up question that I have yet to answer over email, but I thought this would be a good time to tackle it because it's related to mindset, which we both know is the driver of our choices and responsible for progress and lack of progress because every decision we make is is coming from our state of mind in that moment, whether we're in a positive state of mind, a negative state of mind, whether we're focused on what we want or we're focused on what we're missing out on, it drives everything we do. One of the things you said in an email to me was sort of twofold. Number one, you've made a tremendous amount of progress over the past several months. And so you're at this interesting point, which most people get to, where the sense of urgency to change is down a little bit because you're like, I look pretty good. You know, the initial impetus was I want to lose 20 ish pounds and I'm going to do what it takes. And then as you get closer to that goal, that sense of urgency is a little bit less. And sometimes what can happen is that then your consistency, your motivation, your effort level falls as your sense of urgency falls. Yes. The, the second part of your email though was, but I still don't like these certain areas of my body. And when I go to the beach this summer, I really want to be able to walk on the beach without any negative thoughts about my body. Yes. That wanting to walk on the beach without any negative thoughts about your body is not about consistency that will bring you weight loss. It is about the way you think about your body because Certain things are binary, right? It's black and it's white. And when it comes to the way we see ourselves, you either come from a place of seeing what is wrong with your body or you come from a place of seeing what is right about your body. And when Mm -hmm. you have the perspective of like, "Uh, I can't wear a bathing suit because of my thighs, because of my belly, 
You are coming from that place of seeing what is wrong. And the God's honest truth is you could lose five more pounds or two more inches and still be like, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't look the way I think it should. The way these pictures right. on Instagram or whatever else, because your paradigm, the, the lens through which you see yourself and your body is about what is wrong. And so right. could we identify this rapid fat loss protocol for the next four weeks? Yeah. Do I think that that would have any impact on how confident you feel and your state of mind walking on the beach in your bathing suit? Nope. I sure don't. Right. I right. absolutely don't. And so number one, I, I want you to get to a point where you feel consistently amazing about your choices. So that matters. This is not me saying this body love message of like, you know, embrace the parts of your body that you don't like. I'm all about improvement with the right motive. Right. Right. And so one of the things I had said to you in in an email response a week or so ago, or maybe it was in the webinar, um, was that your motivation to be consistent with your food choices cannot be about changing your body. Now, that can be a byproduct that you're excited about. Sure. And we talked about sort of a a strategy to do that of, of going deeper with what do I want? So. If you will indulge me, I thought we could kind of walk through that right now to give you a sense of how to find that motivation. Yes, that sounds good. And I will tell you, and, I, and I've talked about this in podcasts before and on the webinars, um, but it was such a tough thing for me to come to grasps with. So I, I understand any sort of resistance or like, no, seriously, it's because I want to lose weight. No, seriously, (laughs) if I lost 10 pounds, I would feel confident. And I really came from that stubborn perspective as well. Um, So I get it. But for me, it was always about weight loss, always about weight loss, always about weight loss. But if that was really what you wanted, like if your true driving force was to look drop dead, hot rock body in a bathing suit, then you would do it right? You wouldn't justify the cookie. You wouldn't justify the glass of wine or whatever it is. So when we struggle with consistency, it's it's in large part because we don't really know what we want and why, and we're not bringing our attention to it often enough. Right. So for me, it was about confidence and peace of mind. And you already alluded to the peace of mind being a driving factor. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is a part of it. But you're at this point now where you're like, I look pretty good. Like I've made a tremendous amount of progress. Losing eight and a half inches only in the sites you're measuring, right? So that's not even your whole body. It's just in the several sites you're measuring is incredible. Why do you want to continue to see physical progress in your body? And you want me to start answering, correct? Mm-hmm. Just yes. making sure. Yeah. Um, to ask me that again, I'm sorry. Why do you want to continue seeing your body change physically? Why does that matter to you? If you had to um, narrow it down to like one reason. I, I mean, the, the first probably reason that goes, comes into my mind is just to feel comfortable either in the clothes that I have or just to feel comfortable sitting down, um, to feel comfortable. So if you feel comfortable, how is your life better? Why is it important to you to feel comfortable? Um, not pulling at my clothes, not 
Well, you're telling me what about... it means. So if you say not pulling at my clothes, that's what that's what being comfortable looks like. You know, like I can wear okay. a dress and not pull on it. But why does that matter? What value does that bring to your life if you are comfortable in your clothes? Hmm. Um, the ease of picking anything from my closet and just getting dressed, not being a big deal. Am I why getting... is it important? How will your life be better if you can walk into the closet and put on anything that's in there and feel comfortable? How will that improve your day-to-day? My focus doesn't have to be on that. My focus can be on what really matters. Okay, so let's say we get to this point where your focus can be on what really matters. How will your life be better than it is right now? Sure. I can invest more of my energy into my family and my husband and my kids. Um, Kind of the important things. How will you feel if you're able to do that? The word that came to mind was free. I don't know if that, if I'm going in the right direction, but that's just free, not worrying about little things. Can you see that that is a state of mind and not a state of body? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Do you agree that there are a lot of people who wear a size two or a size four or have really lean bodies and don't have that freedom? Uh, 100%, yes. We have to work on the state of mind, right? So mm-hmm. this reminds me, of, this is not at all about your body. And I think that when you get your mind right, the choice, yeah. just like when you, when you said um, not taking on the burdens of others, like not carrying that helped you make better mm-hmm. choices. When you get your mind right here, it will naturally improve your choices, naturally, because you will right. be seeking and pursuing what really matters to you in your frame of mind as you decide, do I need to eat this or do I not? Do I want to work out or do I not? Will be that much better, Right. Right. And easier. Exactly. So two things come to mind. Number one is we have to really hone in on what you want and why, right? Which I think we kind of just did, but we'll, we'll flesh it out a little bit more. We'll get it a little bit more specific. But then the other thing is you have to train your mind to go to that constantly until that is your focal point unconsciously. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I was writing down those couple of things too. So it reminds me of when I sort of had my meditation epiphany, one of many, about traveling light. Mm -hmm. And how in that moment, thinking about my future self, and I've done a podcast on this, um, thinking about my future self, the biggest thing I noticed about her and the way she looked was that she just seemed light and easy and free. Sort of what you described as like, I want to have energy to invest in other things, which you could have now with the right mindset, regardless of the size of your body. Your, the size of your body is not inhibiting what you say you want. It's your mindset. Right. So when I had this kind of concept of traveling light, then I apply that as the filter through which I see my choices, does this weigh me down? Does this help me feel light? Does this create peace and ease in my life? Or is this a burden? Is this something that sets me back or pays me back? Right? 
Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then naturally your attention isn't going to drift to that. Like it's there now. And if you walked into a restaurant in the next five minutes, you'd probably make a really great choice. But you know, two Tuesdays from now when you're overtired and stressed, <laughs> it's not going to be top of mind unless we train it to be so. Right. That's the part I think that I, not, I think I know I need help with that part of it. Yeah. And a huge part of it, there's just two parts that I think are so big. Number one is being intentional about bringing your attention to it at set parts of the day, whether that's through meditation, through visualization, through prayer, through journaling, all of the above, consciously and intentionally saying, this is how I want to feel. And if I felt this way today, this is kind of how my day would go. I've talked about my shower visualizations before. And they, uh-huh. and they go along those same lines, like, how can I make myself feel amazing today? How can I take great care of myself today? For you, how can I really feel free and unencumbered and, and really just with my focus and my heart where it matters on my family and not mm-hmm. on the things that don't matter, like the clothes in my closet? You know, sure. how can I capitalize on the choices I make to take me down this path to mental and emotional freedom that I want so badly, what does that look like? What does that look like today? Not in this big picture, what does it look like forever, but what does it look like today? Whether that is through your time with your journal, whether that is in prayer, meditation, visualization, during your workout. And then the second part of it is when you catch yourself, and you will, and it will become increasingly obvious, when you catch yourself like, oh, I can't possibly wear a bathing suit like this wait a second, what is preventing me from being free and comfortable and confident is not my waist to hip ratio. It's my mindset. And what is preventing me from making the choices that are going to get me to a place where I feel more comfortable in my body is the way I think about these things. So what can I do in the next 30 minutes or the next three hours or in the rest of this day to create what I want? You have to train yourself just like you did in not picking up other people's emotional junk, right? That didn't just happen because you heard about it one time and it made sense. You had to continuously practice just like you teach these concepts to your kids and it's a reminder and then they don't do it and then they don't get it. And then you remind them (laughs) again and you know, the next day it starts over, but then it starts to kind of sink in and over time it becomes your standard operating procedure. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I said, I remember saying um, when I was first learning, it's not mine. That's not mine. Leave it there. Mm-hmm. I would say it all the time. Yep. And now it's just, that's just, it's I, automatic. I don't have to think about it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, and that's the easy that I'm going to earn. Absolutely. So and you know, you can, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is. And I think you you said something else with the feeling free, that confidence part. Mm -hmm. I know that confidence starts in my mind too. Okay. Absolutely. It It absolutely does. It's, it's in that perspective of either you come from a place of what is wrong with your body or you come from a place of what is right with your body. And at 350 pounds, I didn't feel like there was a lot right with my body, but I could be damn grateful that I can walk. Damn grateful mm-hmm. sure. that I can see. Damn grateful that I can hear. Grateful for the hair on my head, for the fact mm-hmm. that I can, you know what I mean? Like there are some yes. things that we just take for granted and we roll our eyes, but um, hello, not everybody has that. Yeah, so that's for sure. So start with what you can and appreciate little things. And if you notice one day that your makeup looks great or your hair looks nice or you like the curve of your butt, 
focus on it, celebrate it, be proud of yourself and train your brain to come from a place of what is right with your body and not from a place of what is wrong with it. Okay. Makes sense. Let me ask you two questions. Um, starting with what can I do either in the fat loss fast track or outside of it to help you reinforce these concepts? Hmm. Um, gosh, I feel like you do so much already. Um, I'm just thinking, I don't know. I'm that cost me off. That's fair enough. I just want you to think about that because it's so important for me not to just like, Hey, do this, but to really see it through and help you in the implementation because that's what really matters. That's where you're going to see the results and being able to consistently implement that. So if something comes to mind, you give it some thought, shoot me an email because I want to do what, what it will take to, to really make this stick in the same way that some of the other things like that's not mine has. Right. Absolutely. Well, I will say that when you, um, put a challenge out there for 30 days of, writing in your journal, mm-hmm. three questions. You did that. And you crushed I that. Email- <laughs> I emailed you and asked if I could just, I know you get a lot of emails every single day and you respond to every single one. And I just asked if I could email you as an accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course you said I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you didn't even have to respond to me, but you did every single day. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just a nice, you yeah. crushed it, whatever. <laughs> But it kept me accountable. Yeah. Um, I think that that really helps me. But that's why the fat loss fat, fat loss fast track um, has helped me so much because of the accountability yeah. and that everybody in that group and we all hold each other accountable. Yeah, I mean that's definitely one of one of my reasons for joining. Also, so last question for you is: if somebody's listening and they're like. I mean, fat loss fast track sounds interesting, but I don't know because I've done a hundred million things and I've spent a trillion dollars. Right. One more thing. What would be your, your two seconds of advice to them on, on what you think about that? Cause you've been in that place of like, should I, shouldn't I? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think for me, the, the, the biggest thing that I've gained is the sense of peace that I'm gaining. Mm-hmm. I still want to be more peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning the tools that I've learned, um, nobody out there, nobody's teaching that. Um, mm-hmm. and it's something that has helped me not only in losing inches and losing pounds, but losing mental and physical baggage of my past and just things that have happened in my life. It's helped me figure out who I am and who I want to be and who I can be to me, that's priceless. It's, I, I wouldn't change this for the world. I just, I am so thankful that I got a chance to be a part of this, um, that I was blessed enough financially to be a part of it. Um, it has, it's just changed. It's changed my life. It has changed my life for the better it'll continue to change my life because the tools you can apply for the rest of your life, you can keep on practicing and keep on getting better. Um, I got to say that you deserve all the credit there because (laughs) no, seriously, it's true because you, you heard the challenge on the podcast and you did that every single day for 30 days. You not only did it, but you emailed me and every accountability bonus, you are on it and you 
meet the challenges with enthusiasm. And when you need some encouragement or you have a question, you reach out, you don't wait. You've been proactive and you've, you've put in the work. And um, it's just been a total joy to work with you, to continue to work with you, to see you kind of improve the way you're taking care of yourself. It's incredibly inspiring and it's like 110% my pleasure. Well, I am so thankful. So, so thankful. And I will meet you one day. I don't know when, (laughs) but I will meet you to hug your face off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And uh, I'm really excited to hear how things go with kind of implementing this new perspective about why you are going to make these changes um, and coming from a place of seeing what is great about your body and not what is wrong with it. Yes, that is going to be a huge benefit to me. And hopefully somebody hears this message and it helps them too. Absolutely. No doubt. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you. Pretty great stuff, huh? I will say again how proud I am of Christy, how grateful I am to her for sharing. Her hard work and dedication is awesome. In anything in life, you get out of it what you put into it. And Christy puts so much into our work together. After our interview, I was going through some of the photos on my phone the next morning, and I came across a picture I took of one of the pages in Danielle Laporte's book, White Hot Truth. Sometimes if I'm reading and I don't have um, paper with me, I'll, and I was sitting in a waiting room when I took this picture, I'll just snap a picture of whatever it is that I like. And it says, deep growth happens when our self-care is a celebration of our goodness and value and not a fixation on what needs to be fixed. And I think that's what this episode and our journeys overall are all about. Not a quest to look better naked, but to treat ourselves in a way that celebrates who we are and what we want to be, not punishes us for it. I have to say that I, I'm just beyond word words grateful for the relationships that I build with folks in the Fat Loss Fast Track. Many of the folks continue on into the Master's Club, and many of them end up becoming great friends, like real friends for me. And that is just such a blessing. I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it a few more times. The next Fat Loss Fast Track, I only open it up a few times a year. The next one kicks off on July 9th. That means registration will open a few weeks into June. All right. You can get on the wait list because they always fill up. You can get on the wait list. The link to the wait list will be in the show notes for this episode. But you can also find the wait list by going to primalpotential.com forward slash shop. Hope you guys enjoyed this chat. Thank you again to Christy. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.
Save big money now on new siding from LP SmartSide at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big